Ah, good evening, traveler. And welcome to the Penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies just ahead, traveler. If you'll allow me just a moment. (laughs) Well, next stop, the Second Citadel. Sir Damien is the most accomplished knight in the Second Citadel, or tied for it, at any rate. In the name of keeping his monster-slaying record to the same height as his friend and rival Sir Angelo, Sir Damien has fought monsters while sick, comatose, and, as is the case tonight, with a broken leg. But it won't be the broken leg that gets in Sir Damien's way this evening. There's something very special about the monster slithering into the Citadel tonight, and it's going to take more than strength to defeat him. Our next stop, Knight of the Crown, Lord of the Swamp. First hour by the clock, my love, and the beast had me by the throat, its claws digging into my... I saw the scar, Damien, you showed me this morning. Oh, but surely I didn't tell you this part, Rilla. Is this the one about the monster's claws, which were full of poison so thick you could see it in your veins? Well, yes. All right, then. Did I tell you that my... Leg was broken. You were in the infirmary. And the foul beast... Had its tail wrapped around your shattered femur? Well, did I... You must not know... <laughs> what, what is it? Is there something on my face? Have I done something foolish? You told me all about the bedtime basilisk this morning, Damien. Remember? I made you the antidote to its poison. Oh, yes, I suppose I did. Well, I'm just ecstatic. What luck, a monster trying to kill me in my sleep. And when Angelo nearly broke our tie with that soggy parrot in the caves. And that'd just be the end of the world, huh? It would. Look, Damien, I know you're worried about your contest with Sir Angelo. Worried? I have no reason to be worried. I never think about it. Never. But going back to duty two days after breaking your leg seems just a little hasty to me. Oh, it's only guard duty. The Queen's private chambers practically guard themselves. Shouldn't you be in bed? Oh, is that your concern? (laughs) My duty has nothing to do with the wager Sir Angelo and I have, Rilla. No, no, you, you sound just like the Queen. God, I hope not. I was speaking to her just this afternoon. Sir Damien, she said, what are you doing out of the infirmary? You've broken your leg into eight pieces. But ah, my queen, I said, there you are wrong. I've only broken it into five pieces, three of which have nearly halfway healed. And what sort of a night would I be if I let a little fall prevent me from my duty? This is not reassuring. She commanded me back to the infirmary, and so I declared, my queen, I must speak my heart. Demons of sloth and idleness beset me. In that bed, I will be victim to the torments of a thousand monsters of the soul, corruptors which will surely place my heart within a pot and boil it until it beats no more. I must do my duty. I cannot lie still while those demons draw breath. You were worried you'd be bored. Of course not. Oh, my Rilla, my Amaryllis, my forever flower, I must speak my heart. (sighs) Okay. I've acted a terrible fiend just now. I have lied to you. Yes, I was worried I'd be bored. Yes, I was concerned about my competition with Sir Angelo. I know. It's all right. 
I just think sometimes that I met him because our monster slaying records were tied, and they have been for as long as we've been friends and rivals, and if either one of us were ever to break that record, then would we... would we... Still be friends? With Sir Angelo? The Sir Angelo who heard you were in the infirmary and brought you a get-well tree? It was more of a bush, really. Hardly two men tall. Damien, stop. Breathe. Think. (sighs) Come on, hold my hand. We're going to look out over the Queen's balcony. But I'm only supposed to guard, not enter the... Rilla! Nobody will notice. The Queen's going to be out waving at crowds and kissing babies for hours. And you don't want to miss the whole festival, do you? No, but... Oh, all right. Saints above, it's beautiful. It is, isn't it? They really outdo themselves every year. I don't like to admit it, but... I always look forward to the Festival of the Three. The flags, the fights, even those goofy-looking tents. It's St. Aaron's night tonight. You should go see some of the fights in the square. I don't think so. I think I'd rather be here. With you. Rilla, I must speak my heart. Shh. I think you just did. When... When will we be married? You know that, Damien, soon. But why not marry during the festival? You want to get married tonight? It wouldn't have to be tonight. The festival lasts three nights. We have two full days to prepare. Damien. It would be perfect. The festival of the three is a ceremony of building. We could build our life together just as the saints built our second citadel. (laughs) All right, sell me on it then. It happened hundreds of years ago. Our first citadel lay in ruins. Every knight in the kingdom was slain. Our king devoured. I know the story. You don't know this version. All right. Go ahead, Sir Poet. The human race was on its final breath, and the monsters began their assault. The beasts sent three parties to destroy humanity over three days. One by land, one by sea, and one by air. And they would have succeeded if it hadn't been for three brothers, lowly workmen in a village by the sea. Our saints, right? On the first day, the monstrous hordes came by land, riding over the mountains to the north, until they were met by the oldest brother, a mason, Saint Aaron the Resolute, who struck the earth with his hammer again and again and again until the ground opened up and swallowed every foul beast to the shadows below. On the second day, they came again, this time by sea, And who met them in the sea, my love? Someone with a dumb name and even dumber followers. My divine lord and namesake, Saint Damien the Tranquil, met them there. And he stared into those gaping maws beneath the waves, and he did not move an inch until precisely the right moment. Then he threw his fisherman's spear into the waves at just such an angle and just such a force that a mighty whirlpool spun and shredded the demons to chum. And on the third day, they came by air, and no one was there to stop them. No one at all, until the child, St. Ferdinand the Brave. And while the people ran, screaming from the shadows above, St. Ferdinand held his ground. And that bravest of boys held his slingshot high. And just as the first blast of fire came from the first of those terrible creatures in the sky, St. Ferdinand leapt forth, and through his courage his pebble became a thunderbolt, which struck every dragon from the heavens, and the world was clean once more. Exciting story, Damien. 
But it was the same exciting story that gets told at this festival every single year. I thought you said this would be different. Well, I haven't gotten to the ending, have I? Because after that day, when humanity survived our citadel's fall, we began to rebuild. Centuries passed. A new and greater citadel was formed, and in it were born two people. One a knight, one a genius herbalist. One a man, and one a woman. Come on, Damien. And they fell in love, and they resolved to live a life together. A life of love and opportunity that the saints would have wanted for those to come. Two in union, simple, strong, as we were meant to be. Amaryllis, will you marry me? I said yes months ago. I would like to hear it again. Yes, Damien. I'll marry you. What was that? A monster? A demon? It's midnight of the festival's first day, Damien. Those are just St. Aaron's drums. Right. Of course. Of course. I should return to my watch. I should probably go check on my experiments back home. Have a good night, Damien. Don't strain yourself. I won't. You will, but I thought I should say it anyway. Come over to my place tomorrow and tell me how it went, all right? I will. Good night, Rilla. St. Damien above, give me your tranquility. She has been gone but seconds, and already my heart begins to ache. She said she'd marry me, Saint. Marry me! It's enough to make a knightly heart burst with joy, with Rilla, my amaryllis, little flower, my... my... But she never said when, did she? Did I ask her when? I don't recall. Did I ask her and she didn't answer? What what does that mean, St. Damien? Does it mean she doesn't want to marry me? That she doesn't love me? Perhaps she doesn't today. Perhaps she never has. Oh, what if... No, no, that's absurd. St. Damien, above, give me your tranquility, your tranquility. But then why wouldn't she answer? Have I pressured her too much? Oh, no, no, but, but 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 what if I have? What if I always have? I'll have to ask her. I could go right now. It, it would just be a moment. But, but what if some foul beast should come when I'm tending to my weakness of the heart? What if... What in the world? Saints above! Something in the Queen's chambers! Oh, tranquility, fill this arrow with your calm, your strength. Has it disappeared? (laughs) If you think that was a disappearance, human, I'm afraid that says more about your eyes than my speed. Step back, beast. A knight of the queen will not tolerate a monster in her majesty's chambers. I'll give you one chance, little knight. Three seconds to step back out that door and pretend you never saw me here. A tempting offer. One. Though I must say I do find this spectacle fascinating. Two. I've never seen a lizard count before. Even one who walks on two legs. Three. 
tricky little human. Your arrow almost struck me. If you think that was a trick, friend lizard, I'm afraid that says more about your eyes than my speed. You may prove to be the quickest-witted human I ever killed. And you may prove to be the most cultured corpse I ever claim. I didn't think knights were such cowards. With that bow keeping you at a distance, you can move long before I ever reach you. And with those four knives in your four hands, you could cut me to shreds in seconds. But if you can never approach, and I can never hit you... A stalemate. I don't have time for this. Then I suppose we'll have to come to some sort of agreement, won't we? All right. My terms... First, you stand still. Then, you die. Declined. My counterproposal. You drop three of your knives immediately. Ah, why not? Four minus three is one, and one weapon against one seems perfectly... So you humans have finally gotten around to mathematics, have you? Only one thousand years after us. Do you accept my terms? I will not entertain your insults. A knife against a bow? Never. Well, I've no knife to use. Whoa! There's one. So there is. <clears throat> well, drop your bow now. I will, if you throw your knives onto the balcony. What? I intend to have a fair fight, monster. Throw your knives, and I will throw my bow. <sighs> there. Are there any other rules? Can we fight now, or do I have to draw a card first? No cards, except the ones fate deals us, demon. And the quaint little prayer cards they'll print for your funeral. <laughs> Approach me, beast, and we'll see who dies. By the saints above, I am tranquility itself. And proud of it, aren't you? Ah! Ah! You hold my knife like a butcher, little knight. Treat it with some respect. I may not have your skill with a blade, friend lizard, but I've twice your stamina. Winded already. Stamina. You start dueling right after you scaled a 40-foot wall. The rocks you humans threw together to build this tower are as slippery as they are structurally irresponsible. Ha! Structurally irresponsible. Is architecture one of the lizard's hobbies, then? You read floor plans while you sit on your eggs and bask in the sun? You may waste your time with hobbies, little knight. I have only craft. A master architect come burglar, sneaking into people's windows and then criticizing the molding. These monsters think of everything, don't they? Everything except boxing lessons, evidently. You're likely to give yourself a concussion if you keep careening into corners this way. <laughs> Perhaps the concussion has come earlier than expected. And you, little knight? Are you a master of anything besides prattling on and on? No. Well, at least you're honest. I'm a poet by trade, friend lizard. My words can strike at a heart with all the speed and power of my arrows. 
When I'm not beating evil counts, I'm counting holy beats. I am just as likely to disarm with a compliment as my blade. That cape looks quite handsome on you, by the way. It matches your eyes, violet as amethyst. A poet! (laughs) Delicate as honeysuckle, aren't you? And your blood will be just as delicious, I think. What is it? What's that noise? I warned you, didn't I? Completely unstable, these stones. All it took was a few blows in just the right places. When you hit the walls, you didn't miss, did you? I never missed, little knight. And I've never lost, either. (laughs) With the correct stones out of place, the collapse will begin soon enough. First, you'll hear cracks grow in the walls. Ah, there they are. Then perhaps things will start to crumble from the ceiling. Or the furniture might start to fall. You're bluffing. Your tail struck that. Perhaps. But are you certain? Is it really worth the risk? (laughs) Beast, fix this. You've started this collapse. You must be able to fix it. And why should I do that? Better yet, what makes you so certain there's a way to stop this at all? I'll kill you where you stand, demon. There must be a way to fix this. Of course there is. A single brick could stop it all if stabilized. But that brick lies behind you. Behind me? Where? I don't see... Where are you? Show yourself, beast. (laughs) You must be crawling in the shadows, along the wall and ceiling. Could be anywhere. (gasps) No, no, collect yourself. Breathe. Oh, Saint Damien, you of patience, of calm, of the quiet waves and gentle breeze. (laughs) Grant me your tranquility, the strength to wait while I must, to let the world flow through me. Die, little honeysuckle. And to strike when the time is right. So you've pierced my arm. It's nothing. As soon as I get my knife again, I... You mean this knife? You don't seem in a terrible rush, friend lizard. The tower isn't collapsing, is it? Of course it isn't collapsing, you idiot. You can't topple a tower by kicking the bedroom walls. With the foul things you creatures do in these rooms, you'd all be living in rubble. But you didn't know enough to make the walls crack, to make the foundation rumble. A very special sort of monster, aren't you? Don't patronize me. If you're going to kill me, then do it. Of... Of course. Well, you do know how a knife works, don't you? You just hold the sharp end to my throat and push. No. No, I don't think I will. Oh, no. No, 
No, if you expect me to sit through another sappy little poem first, hand me that knife and I'll kill myself. No poems. Here. Bandage that arm tightly and the bleeding should stop. Is this... silk? One of the Queen's headscarves. Her collection is priceless, they say. Your Queen? How interesting. Yes, she is certain to be furious with me. But it is to be my punishment and my penance. I challenged you to an unfair duel. The Queen. I insisted we fight to my advantage. Half of my hands were armed and only a fourth of yours were. An advantage two times over. I'm not sure your numbers line up, Honeysuckle. I am a poet, friend lizard, not a mathematician. Besides, it is clear from the cunning in your lips and the deep intelligence in your brow that hand-to-hand-to-hand-to-hand combat is not your greatest strength. You are a builder. No, an inventor. An architect. A very good one, I suspect. The greatest. And if I finish you here, I'll never know how great, will I? What are you doing? Giving you your knife. You will need it tomorrow. Tomorrow? What sort of trick? No tricks, friend lizard. I will not kill you until I've beaten you at your best. Today we fought in my domain by my rules. Tomorrow night, you will choose the location and the time of our duel. A very interesting offer, little knight. Very interesting. You know you will not survive that fight. It is possible. You are a very capable beast. Fine, then. You know Rakshakala? The oldest willow in the forest. Not offhand, I'm afraid. I've left my census of trees in my other armor. Stupid. Fine. It's the grove just outside the western gate of this citadel. Just beside the... What do you creatures call it? The bells? The St. Damien's bells. Beneath the gate of tranquility. I I know it well. You humans take paragraphs where syllables would suffice. The grove outside the bells, then. I imagine you will stalk it with every trap of which your foul mind can conceive. You say foul, little knight, but you don't mean it. The word is not in your heart. Why? A healthy rivalry keeps a knight at his best. No, no, no more poetry, no more dancing around an answer. You do not spare every monster, we both know it, so why me? I am not certain I have the words for it. Aren't you supposed to be a poet? A professional prattler? If you want me at my best tomorrow, you'll have to find the words. Isn't that what you creatures call honor? There's... There's something human in your eyes. Of all the overblown... You'd never consider that there might be something monstrous in your eyes, would you? You asked, I answered. I will delight in exploiting your every weakness, honeysuckle. I look forward to it. Tomorrow, then. (sighs) Tomorrow. Wait! One last question, friend lizard. What is it? What? What is your name? I would like to know what to call the beast I'll duel tomorrow. If I had it my way, little knight, everyone would stay quiet and I wouldn't have to be called anything at all. I am Lord Aram, who rules.
fills the swamp of Titan's blues. And I am Sir Damien, Knight of the Crown. I'll be sure to write that on your tombstone. Until tomorrow, Sir Damien. Until tomorrow, Lord Aram. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actors Noah Symes and Matthew Zonzinger. And he is literally a lizard. Um, yes. And, you know, yes, he is. Like, a key but, fact yes, <laughs> in it, the character's relationship. Yes, if you missed that, <laughs> go back and listen, because he's super a lizard. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, if, so trying to find something that feels unhuman mm-hmm. and, and sort of base in that way that we think of you know, reptilian almost, you know, means base in certain contexts, right? You can also support the Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at the Penumbra Pod, following us on Tumblr at the Penumbra Podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Jamie Gunter, the Princess and the Scrivener, and Elizabeth Miller for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Knight of the Crown, Lord of the Swamp, was told by the following people. Matthew Zonzinger as Sir Damien, Noah Symes as Lord Aram, and Melissa Enulet as Rilla. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibridge is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our script editor. Noah Symes is our production manager. Alice Chung is our designer and financial manager. Original music by Ryan Vibert. Promotional art by Michaela Buckley. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon. <laughs>